2016 might have been a reality show, but looks like 2017 is gonna get real fast. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday afternoon, usually from 3 to 6. Today I'm on from 5 to 7. Next week I don't have a show at all, but I'll be back the week after. If you get confused and don't know what I'm going to be on and want to keep up with it or even just talk to me uh, off air, online, you can check out my new blog, my new website, which I... uh, do with my producer here, Binkley. Hey, Binkley, tell people uh, what um, what they want to do. First of all, it's propagandareportdaily.com, and we do podcasts. And if people want to get those podcasts, what should they do? They should go to propagandareportdaily.com and click on the Apple and subscribe to us at iTunes or at Google Play if they have an Android. Okay, and then you can get their YouTube streamy or whatever like videos or not videos podcasts of our of the show that we do off air but we also post articles and you can get this the podcast of this show the wsb show as soon as it's up to so and i will always let you know that way when my next on air show is going to be so keep up with us there and you can also get to our twitter and facebook pages on that but and usually usually on Saturdays I talk about the biggest news of the week. But on my first show of the year, which this is, I like to talk about my expectations for the year to come. And some of the best predictions I have gotten that I've actually replayed later have been from callers and from Twitter followers. So I want to hear what you guys have to say. 404-872-0750 or 800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Just let me know what you think is happening in 2017. What do you think are your biggest predictions, biggest expectations? And, uh, but there are things happening this week that we can't ignore. Uh, weather is the big story. News traffic and weather is all about the weather <laughs> this weekend. It is cold outside. WSB, of course, covers it all 24-7, so stay tuned for that. And uh, But we are here live despite the inclemency, so you can call 800-WSB-TALK to tell me your views on 2017. Uh, But there was also a big event yesterday, and there was a mass shooting in Florida at the Fort Lauderdale Airport. And I, I would not say this rises to the level of a resolution, but my goal going forward is to not give unlimited, intense airtime to mass shooters, terrorist attacks, to these events that when you compare them to like car accidents or suicide, like the actual number of people who die is small, but the amount of press coverage really empowers these bad actors to, you know, gives them power. And so I don't like to indulge in the sensationalism of it. And I'm going to try to keep that to a minimum. But when events like this happen, they are always, and I mean always, used either right at the moment or over time as the impact accumulates They're always used to serve an agenda. And as Rahm Emanuel famously put it, never let a good crisis go to waste. 
And I even begin to wonder, like many conspiracy theorists, if these crises are are promoted or they let happen. I don't know. I remember Judge Napolitano when he had his show on Fox, broadcast on Fox in prime time, around the same time that the New York Times had a lengthy article that the majority of terrorist attacks, the vast majority, like over 90 percent, were by people who were radicalized by the FBI, that they were FBI sting operations. This was right before Judge Napolitano's show got canceled. But this makes you wonder what... You know, how much these crises are uh, absolutely organic, if the government's doing as much as they can to keep these at bay, or if they like to have the crises so they can exploit them. So I want to I'll give you a little recap of that event, tell you what agendas I think it, it serves, and that completely dovetails with some of the agendas I had already written down for what I expect in 2017. Uh, one thing that was, okay, so this, there was a guy with a military ID, I think he was National Guard in the end, uh, he supposedly checked a bag through Canada with a gun in it. Now, Canada issued a statement saying he did not, that he did not travel through Canada. Uh, the, the original story was that there were two shooters. Now it's for sure one is the official story. Uh, supposedly he took the gun, went into the bathroom, loaded it. It's not clear where he got the ammunition, because I'm not sure you can check ammunition. And... Um, one of the stories that, that is being reported by the mainstream media is that he had gone into the FBI and said that he was being forced to watch ISIS videos, which is uh, really weird because there was recently an article saying that the U.S. government actually created ISIS or Al-Qaeda recruitment videos themselves. Like that was, they said they did it to monitor who was watching them. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so it's a very weird story. And that element of it, that the FBI kind of goes deep on some of these stories, they're in the background. So many of them have an FBI incident where they met the, that these perpetrators had interactions with the FBI, which would in the past, like when Judge Napolitano looked at it, and the New York Times looked at it, in the past, they they made they looked bad. It looked bad because it was like, how are these guys all connected with the FBI? Are these stings? Well, if you've ever read Rules for Radicals by Saul Alinsky, the he says if you've got lemons, make lemonade. So now this is going to be a big theme, I think, going forward. When they have something like a interaction with the FBI, they're saying, look. We meet these guys, we see these guys, but because of due process, because they haven't actually committed a crime yet, we're not allowed to do anything. We can't incarcerate them. We can't take their rights away. People resist the no-fly list, the no-buy list for guns, the watch lists. If, As Joe Manchin, the senator, said, due process is killing us right now. So they're spinning the FBI contact, or they will if they haven't already started, with saying, you know, it's just the problem is... We're not allowed to detain people indefinitely or restrict their rights without due process of law. So they're going to turn this around. This this particular story is a little weird. Like, there's definitely something weird going on. I just posted to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com, some screenshots I took of articles that were coming out yesterday in real time. A couple of them were weird because they had tweets embedded in them. These were Florida local news stories that had tweets embedded in them of Ari Fleischer 
and Donald Trump talking about the event, but the timestamps were were like 9.57 a.m. and 11.30 a.m., which is before the event happened. And then I went to check their Twitter feeds today because I was like, that is really weird. And the timestamps are look right today. They're like 12.57 and 2.30 p.m. Uh, so maybe there's some anomaly with Twitter. I don't actually think so. I've never seen anything like that before. I don't think that's how it works. But the really weird thing is that there was an article published at 1.10 p.m. like uh, in the Daily Beast that said this guy saw Ari Fleischer's tweet uh, 13 minutes before. Zipped into, got into his car, zipped to the airport because he lived nearby, found Ari Fleischer on the curb, had him convinced Ari Fleischer, who did not know him, to get into the car. Then he zipped away, dropped Ari where he wanted to go, and wrote and published this article with a 1.10 p.m. timestamp. And the, and the tweet he's talking about, at best, was a, you know, according to the official story, was a 12.57 p.m. timestamp. So in 13 minutes, he read the tweet, got in his car, found Ari, convinced him to get in the car, dropped Ari off, wrote the article, and published it. So there is something very strange going on with this official reporting of this story. So I don't know what that is, but I do feel confident that some agenda items are going to be served. So I want to talk about those agenda items and all the other things that I think are going to be the themes of 2017. And I want to hear what you think are going to be the big, important themes, goals of 2017. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Binkley, do you have any tweets to kind of start us off? What do people think are going to happen in 2017? NOYB believes that there will be a cyber 9-11 to enact an e-online type Patriot Act. Oh, interesting. That does fold into a big thing that I expect really the biggest expectation for me for 2017 is a cybersecurity omnibus bill. And part of that will be, I think, false flags, which, which I suspect were being prepared for a power grid attack. So maybe that'll be his cyber 9-11, you know, where you have a massive power outage for, you know, really drives home to people how inconvenient it would be yeah. to not have a cybersecurity omnibus bill. Any, anything else? Give me another one. Yeah. Um, Tim tweets that he believes there's going to be the prosecution of Lois Lerner. Really? Yeah. Because of the IRS persecution of the Tea Party? Maybe. I mean, I guess so. That's uh, That's interesting. I mean, with the Trump... And Republican administration, I, I would have thought that's a great one. I would have thought that that thing would have been a a big, a, you know, there'd be some foreshadowing to that. Maybe that'll be the bone they throw us instead of prosecuting Hillary. All right, Perhaps, I like yeah. I like it, Tim. Give me one more. So. All right, Brad Rad predicts that Trump voters will learn nothing of economics, even when seeing the evidence firsthand, like every cult ever. Wow, that's heavy. <laughs> well, the economic predictions are super hard. I think it could go either way, uh, depending on, you know, I guess the biggest thing, biggest question for me is, will, when you, when you plan on big spending, when you plan on big tax reductions, does, does that stimulate the economy enough 
not to increase the debt. Because if you spend a lot and you don't take in a lot, your debt's going to increase. Plus, interest rates are rising and the interest expense goes towards the debt. So I see a lot of things leading towards more debt. Uh, will there be enough growth to offset it? Let's, we could talk about that a little bit during the show. And your other expectations, let's get to some calls after the break. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. 26 very cold degrees outside the studio. It's a three on the Mellish meter today. WSB is around the clock weekend coverage of the severe weather in Atlanta is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. So I want to talk about the 2017, what I expect in 2017. I have my list, which I made. I always make it before the first of the year, even though my show isn't usually on on the first of the year. And I had some things written down that... I have my top 10, which I'm going to go through, and I want to know yours. Just give me one. What do you think? If it's obvious, not obvious, just curious. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Tweet your predictions to me. But I was talking about this Fort Lauderdale airport shooting yesterday, and some of the details of that really dovetailed into some of the agenda items I had already written in my notes for this show. And I'll read some of the quotes from my notes. This, so this guy had a military ID. I believe I should double check this, that he was in the national guard. He had mental health issues and he was known to the, uh, had interacted with the FBI one of the things I had written that I expected, I wrote mass shootings, question mark, gun rights curtailed, watch lists, no fly lists increased. Now, this is what I think is part of this attack on the Fifth Amendment, which has you need to have due process of law. Watch lists and no fly lists violate the Fifth Amendment because they deprive you of your rights without due process of law. But I wrote maybe start with Muslims, but spread to so-called domestic terrorists the mentally ill, convicts, or vets with any psych history. Maybe they'll call it the Chris Kyle law. And then this happened, and I thought that's kind of fits that profile for what might serve the agenda, which is kind of funny because my very first question to myself as I went through this process, so in my notes, the first bullet was, what false flags will this administration bring? And then when I read about the Fort Lauderdale shooting, and there was just a really weird detail that I wrote about on my website, MonicaPerezShow.com, if you want to go check that out, where uh, the first article about it was the result of an exclusive interview a reporter had live with Ari Fleischer, Bush's old, I think, chief of staff, who was on the scene, and from, from it basically... Just the timing doesn't work from the Ari tweeted something about the shooting at, um, you know, within 13 minutes, Ari tweeted about the shooting and this article was written and published. There's just something screwy about it. You'll have to check that out. (laughs) But if you if you do have a conspiratorial cast of mind, you might think that that this stuff isn't just crises not going to waste. They're used uh, at least the stories are spin, spun 
to promote these agenda items. It's it's this classic, the pathocracy, pathocracy, where your government's actually working against you instead of with you. But that's further down the rabbit hole that I'm going to go for the rest of my 2017 predictions. I didn't even expect to go there. I'm going to get to more tweets, calls, and start my list. After the break, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. You got me excited, because this would truly be both an adventure and a learning experience. Monica Perez, on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB Saturday afternoons, usually 3 to 6. Tonight, I'm on from 5 to 7. So if you're just tuning in, uh, you haven't missed much. We'll be on till 7. And this is my first show of the year. So in keeping with tradition, I will tell you my expectations and predictions for the year to come. And last year, uh, I, did, <laughs> I did great in like most of my expectations. My predictions were absolutely spot on, uh, really prescient just because I saw what, what the media was giving airtime to, and I knew it was building up to bigger stories, but having absolutely <laughs> missed who was going to win the election, that kind of shadows everything. And, uh, so my big my biggest fails of 2016 were I did not think that Trump was going to win. I thought the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, would be passed by the lame ducks. And uh, I thought the economy would go south. I, all those things kind of went together. Thinking that Hillary was going to win made me think uh, those other things would happen. So as the year to come unfolds, we can talk about what uh, that kind of represents a real total change in how the power elite are going to operate, at least in the short term, I think. And we're going to talk a lot about that in the weeks and months of the year to come. But let me tell you what I think the big picture themes are going to be. And I want to know what yours are. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Uh, Binkley, do you have tweets of what uh, people are thinking about 2017? Give me one or two, and then I'll start telling you what I think is going to happen. Ridgeway believes that there's going to be a major extreme weather event that um, many will claim are going to be like a result of um, climate change. Like a false really? flag weather event, sounds like. I saw a... I, I've been looking at, and it didn't really influence my my list too much because the real like forecast things that i've looked at are like technology in the year ahead um security i just couldn't find anything kind of general like i was looking at but i saw over and over again that extreme weather was one of the things that was feared by kind of like the think tanks you know you could say the the power elite types and i I, you know, because I, I, I know so much about people's conspiracies, I always think, oh, you know, people think the weather is controlled, can be controlled. When it comes to the science stuff, I really don't know the answers, so I don't believe it or disbelieve it. I just don't know. But they use those events for the climate change argument. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, but that's that's actually too far down the rabbit hole for me not for me i think i think darpa's got, got a switch room for like tornado hurricane you just go in there and flip the switch you are lying you think that 
I think DARPA can totally mess with the weather. I, I, mean, I don't know about how specific they can be with it, right. but they've been testing that for a pretty long time. What about the tsunami that knocked out Fukushima? You think that... All that- DARPA. No. No, I'm, no, I don't think it was all DARPA. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's a rabbit hole I can't go down, and I'll probably get emails saying... You're wrong. It's real. I will get emails like that, and maybe I should spend the time. But to actually figure out science, it really takes a lot of time. Right. And, and most people, even scientists, they don't really care about real science anyway. Oh, that's for sure. Anyway, okay. So uh, let's talk about – I I have my top ten. Some of them, the early ones, the big ones, I'm going to do the big ones first, and they're pretty robust. So we could talk about that a little bit, and then as the my list goes on, it gets – a little less complicated, but my first one, and it kind of is tied for my second one as the biggest things, but uh, let's do the second one first. So a big like cybersecurity omnibus bill or whatever, a major push towards cybersecurity. And, and let me just give some color behind that. I'll just tell you my whole thing. Maybe you can react, or if people want to call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. So in the Obama era, I thought of it as the surveillance state, the total information awareness phase of, of this uh, total information control. And Bush, George W. Bush, started it with a program actually called Total Information Awareness, which was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the idea was... That every single person in this country and eventually the world would be monitored 24-7 through not only like gathering all our digital information, but through face and gate recognition. So all the cameras that you see would actually identify you individually from the front or the back. And then another thing that I predicted for 20... Yeah, it's crazy. And another thing I predicted for 2016 that I saw articles in 2016 about is this thing called like Shot Spotter or something like that where they want to put microphones on um, lampposts, streetlights, yeah. so they can listen to everything, too. And they say that's in case a gunshot goes off and nobody knows where it is. Right. They're not going <laughs> to listen to any of our conversations. Just a gunshot is all they're tuned into. Right. So it's, it's truly total information awareness. But total... And, and the motto of that government program was, in Latin but translated, knowledge is power. <laughs> yeah, is that funny? So, but knowledge goes both ways. So the surveillance means they have all the knowledge. But without the flip side of that, we have some of the knowledge too. Now they don't want that. So the first, the surveillance part was Obama's job. The next president, who I thought was going to be Hillary, but I still think it's going to be Trump's job, whether he knows it or not, it's going to define his administration. And maybe this Russian stuff is setting him up for it, where he's like, don't have sanctions on Russia, just be ironclad airtight on cybersecurity you know who knows what's one leading to the other but but the flip side so the surveillance is them getting all our information and the but us getting information i think is this part two of total information control and that involves censorship so make sure we don't get uh the information that we want and there's been a lot of foreshadowing on that I talked about it before the election. Vern Jordan, a real uh, insider guy, literally a Bilderberger, wrote an article about how big tech needs to fill this role of curating, uh, verifying, and and prioritizing news. So 
he he was telling us that the, he really and I picked up on it foreshadowed this whole fake news explosion and then he also made reference to something Melania had talked about and I read about in that same newspaper that cyberbullying tone purpose all that kind of stuff had to be controlled that had to be controlled so that's the censorship part so we it's limited the information we get but on top of that they're going to replace that with propaganda and I know that's your area of expertise, Binkley, that we're going to have not only <laughs> the actual information, the content, but the purpose. So they can replace the, the kind of independent, alternative, unruly media with um, official narratives, official news. But that in itself not only just fills the void, but it, ha- it has a controlling aspect in itself, right? I mean, that's where the rubber hits the road in hel- helping shape the democracy, yeah, they have media for each demographic because pe- people don't go get media to have their beliefs challenged. They go get them to reaffirm their beliefs. So everybody has these specific medias directed totally at them, which just paint uh, a picture of reality that's completely different from everybody else. I actually noticed that. I think this is what you're talking about. When I would read, I read lots of different things because I try to find the truth, but I also want to know what the narrative is. So I would read the Wall Street Journal, USA Today. Then I would kind of take a step up and read the Atlantic. And then beyond that is the foreign affairs. You're tasting all the propaganda. Yeah, and I noticed that that as it gets to a more intellectual audience, they have a little bit more of the limited hangout flavor. So they'll, they'll give you like real details of what's going on and say like, Foreign Affairs magazine, which is put out by the Council of Foreign Relations, which <laughs> Hillary actually called the mothership that told her what to do while she was Secretary of State. I mean, that if you want to talk about conspiracy, it's the CFR. That's where people think, the Council of Foreign Relations. And they published a couple of articles that were really stunning. Like one was uh, Obama dropped 20,000 bombs on Syria and Iraq in 2015 alone. And Hillary... Uh, basically led the charge on invading Libya and bombing it to kingdom come when there was no real rebellion. So, yeah, they really outed, and then they say, but damage has been done, now we have to nation build. All water under the bridge. (laughs) Right. You know, it's sunk costs. So they they, uh, target a more sophisticated audience, but the agenda remains the same. Always the agenda remains the same. Yeah. So that's my first big expectation virtual and, reality is going to play into that too to what you're saying is because virtual reality is going to kind of come onto the scene a little bit more and they're going to start there's going to be a, some sort of crime event i think that happens in the virtual world that becomes a, a point of debate yes yeah, so maybe there'll be not only pre-crime which i think is going to be a big theme but psychological crime maybe you can it'll actually be criminal to yeah. mess with someone in the virtual world let me take a quick call and then we'll get to my next item uh alan and marietta you are on with monica hi there happy new year and ha- happy new year alan uh my uh biggest thing i can think of what happened is you want to get pregnant and have a baby in the white house that would be a pretty much close to being a first or something wouldn't it <laughs> so the grandchild of trump would be born inside the white house yeah that probably wasn't a first i bet maybe or, a Lincoln or like baby. I said, Ivana gets uh, pregnant and the first lady have a baby. You mean Ivanka is the daughter, yeah. Melania is oh, the Melania. wife. Melania. Yeah, Melania. Ivana 
is the first wife, the one that was left behind. Ah. Uh-huh. So anyway, go ahead, Alan. What else? Oh, uh, that's pretty much it. I, that's I, a great I, one. That's really thinking outside the box. It's just, you know, if this is such an unusual situation, honestly, pretty much anything goes right now. I mean, the most bizarre things are probably what's going to happen. It's pretty much running true to course right now. Can what? I ask him a question? Oh, sure. Who, who Do you think Donald Trump is going to be, be the father? You say the first lady is going to get pregnant. Yeah, Donald's going to be the father. Okay. Okay, yeah. so Melania. No, no scandal, no scandal. But it, it'll be, yeah. honestly, if she does get pregnant, she'll become the darling of the United States. Oh, it's that is interesting. <laughs> oh, I like that kind of Jackie Kennedy-like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be interesting. Okay, Alan, I did not. I love the original insights. So you'll have to uh, you'll have to keep me posted. Well, thank you so much for calling. Hey, how's the weather treating you, Alan? It's good. I'm out here doing my job, and it's cold, but... Not too it's icy Georgia. on the roads. I'm native Georgian, so I'm used to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. Well, next week it'll be seventy. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I I like the variety of weather in Atlanta, but people aren't always ready for it. You got to take some nah. time off. Stay safe. All right. You too. All right. Thanks Bye. for calling, Alan. I'll talk to you again. So, uh, yeah, that would be quite a. A development. That, that, I mean, that'd be a, a pretty pretty bold, and um, I think they could spin that in some pretty positive ways. Oh, yeah. But, dude, I hate to think that PSYOPs can run that deep. They do it on purpose for PR reasons. Oh, absolutely. They, they're going to run that deep. <sighs> I mean, sh- to show President Trump is still, you know, you know, manly and uh, yes. wife, what's he, 70 years old? Yes. Speaking of which, did we talk about that Mick Jagger had a child who is younger than his great-grandchild? I think we did mention that. That's... <laughs> That's kooky. That is absolutely <laughs> kooky. So, uh, all right, that would be a good one. That's interesting because Putin does all the virility stuff. Yeah. You know, like they have shots of him with his shirt off, wrestling a bear, and all these, you know, crazy things like that. We should I, look forward to a lot of Trump, shirtless Trump pictures. <laughs> I do not think we're going to get some. <laughs> I've seen some of the fake ones, and they're, that does hurt real people, those fake pictures. Of yes, Trump. yes. <laughs> the velvet paintings and everything. So, okay, so we've got some... Some predictions rolling, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. My next prediction after this. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. Very cold today outside the studio. It is 25 degrees. It's going to be 16 overnight. And uh, the weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. Talking about 2017, what do you expect? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Allen in Peachtree City. Hi, Allen. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. Thank you for having me on. I have a prediction for 2017 that I just can't be quite technical, so I'm going to do my best to explain it. I believe that since 2010 or so, all Apple devices have a government code tracking malware in them that is sending data from all of them. Because in iOS 8, which we're now on iOS 10.2, and it's everybody believes that Apple devices can't have malware. So they've been able to hide this on all Apple devices from the watches, laptops, to your phones. And it's going to be found in 2017, and it'll be discovered that it's been there since uh, you know 2010. Oh, can you give me a little background on, a little color on why you think that? Yes, I mean, we go back to actually Snowden documents 
that he released and what that certain organization, starting with an N, that they could do in the documentation and the books that they sold. And it started with that and ah. how they were able to hide certain code in the hardware. And we'll look at, uh, and you would have to do a little bit more research, but this was also found that the Chinese were doing it in Lenovo tablets. And that's where I found this and started thinking more about it. If you combine the two, you can see it would be quite easy for a government organization to do that on the Apple devices. All right, so the Chinese were doing it. i got to ask you a quick question because I'm going to run out of time. The Chinese were doing it. What happened when that was discovered? Did it stop? Oh, well, the Lenovo tablets, they came with all of them already installed as like a testing software, and it did stop once it was found. They released a new BIOS, and, you know, even now you can probably go on eBay and find some that still have that software because they weren't scrubbed clean. See, what happens with stuff like that, in my opinion, is like the USA Patriot Act, the USA Freedom Act. Edward Snowden came out, and I immediately was like, this guy is setting us up. And when the USA Patriot Act expired, they had no reason to reinforce that element of it. So they acted like they were doing us a favor by putting, giving us the USA Freedom Act, which just pushed down this metadata collection to the private companies where it was harder to monitor. So if what you're saying comes true, and that is really interesting, we're going to keep our eyes open to that, I, I would add... I don't think, I think that what would come out of it is another step towards that kind of surveillance being an accepted thing. It's like they get you used to it. So that's a great one. Uh, ready for more? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. My next predictions for 2017. Coming up next, this is Monica Perez. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.